All right, let's talk about federalism. So this is how the federal and state governments share power within the United States. Federalism is a system of government in which more than one government holds authority over the people within the same territory at the same time. The system was created by the framers to reconcile those demands and interests uh, that were laid out in Brutus and those anti-federalists who were worried uh, about states losing their independence. So one of the important debates at the convention involved this idea of sharing of powers between state and national governments. Um, Again, the only place that this is specifically laid out or mentioned is through the 10th Amendment, Powers of the States and People, which basically says that anything the federal government isn't uh, allowed or listed out for them to do falls to the states and the people to carry out on their own. So we have exclusive powers. Uh, Exclusive powers are those powers that are held entirely by the federal government. Uh, It's exclusive in that it may not be exercised by the others. And the states also have some exclusive powers that the federal government isn't allowed to do. So that just means that it belongs to one of the two groups alone. We also have concurrent powers like the power to tax, which are shared by both the federal government and the state government at the same time. So some examples of um, exclusive powers would be the federal government can coin and regulate money. The federal government can conduct foreign relations. The federal government deals with naturalization laws. The federal government declares war, maintains our army and our navy, regulates trade, establishes the postal service. Uh, The states alone detail their own education. Uh, They can deal with intrastate trade just within their states. They establish local governments. They conduct elections. Uh, Concurrent powers, both the state and federal government can tax. They can create laws. They can deal with crime and punishment. They can establish courts, borrow money, charter banks, uh, build roads, dams, bridges. Uh, So just some examples of different powers depending on who holds what. Um, As far as federalism in action, uh, the distinctions between exclusive and concurrent powers are not always clear. Uh, They're represented by dual federalism and cooperative federalism. So dual federalism portrays power within the federal system uh, exercised by the federal government and those held by the states. Uh, Dual federalism we compare to a layer cake. Uh, when we went back and we remember we made those cakes all the way back when in that each level of government holds specific powers in their own sphere and they don't overlap that was in general the norm of how our government operated up until the new deal Uh, with the new deal and the idea of what needed to happen with the government we transitioned more into what's called cooperative federalism Uh, where there is extensive overlap and interplay between state and federal uh, exercises of power. Uh, They share concerns involving the same policy areas. They often act independently and cooperatively within the same spheres. And again, we refer to this as marble cake in that there is complex interaction between the levels of government. Uh, With all of federalism, it deals with money. So how the federal government and state governments operate uh, relies on the funding that's given. And you can see this play out right now with what's happening with COVID-19, where the state governments are asking or telling the federal government, we need money to carry out and still function and do all of these things with testing and uh, keep our hospitals afloat that you want us to do, um, but still be able to operate our state. Uh, and uh, rely on what's happening. So federal grants and aid 
is the primary avenue through which the federal government gives influence to the state uh, where they can grant money for a specific purpose. Uh, There are categorical grants. Categorical grants are more used today because Congress can control the money being spent. Uh, They usually have strings attached or that the states have to comply with certain features and have all kinds of uh, follow-up and also donate their own money as well. Block grants were used in the past where they simply would give a chunk of money to the states and allow them to operate. Uh, They had a very broad purpose, and sometimes this led to corruption and increased our federal uh, deficit uh, because we were spending kind of out of control. Uh, So this is federal revenue sharing is a practice when the federal government collects taxes nationally and then distributes that uh, to local governments along those lines. We also have mandates. A mandate is a federal directive. Basically, it's the federal government saying the states must do this uh, to comply with a new law or something that they did. Uh, Usually they are unfunded, meaning they don't give the states money to carry out these things. Uh, So an example of that would be um, when we did Handicap for All Children, where states had to change access to schooling uh, and allow um, those students who had special needs to now attend public school for free uh, and didn't have to uh, worry about getting around or special um, education programs that the states were now responsible for providing those different things. Uh, Some examples of categorical grants would be the Head Start program and Medicaid, which is health care funding for low incomes. Block grants usually are for like development of communities, uh, temporary assistance of needy families, TANF, which is welfare. Um, We have mandates, again, like the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Drinking Age Act of 84, Uh, changing state compliance, raising the drinking age to 21. Uh, Unfunded mandates, again, the Americans with Disabilities Act prohibiting discrimination. Um, So again, changing the face of buildings. The last thing we talked about with federalism was devolution, which is the effort to return authority temporarily to the states. Uh, So where the federal government had been involved and uh, worked and done all of the the initiatives for certain programs. They now wanted to give that back to the states to control. And the key area that they did that for was welfare. So now the states themselves are responsible for the welfare program uh, and how those are going to work.